0: Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe.
1: Hey guys, another episode of the Believe in Padres Prospects podcast on the Believe Podcast Network.
0: San Diego's number one sports podcast network.
1: It is episode 86. And still no minor league baseball. There's an alternate training site happening. And I know I, I'd I like minor league baseball to be back because I'd like to, you know, we're a minor league baseball show. But um, I like to dial in on standouts in the minor leagues, guys that are overperforming, guys that we might be seeing come up soon. And really, there's none of that to talk about. So what we've got is early Padres storylines. And we've talked about some of the minor league guys that have come up and helped a lot. And, you know, the names already. But it's mostly going to be pottery stuff at the major league level probably for the next few weeks. And unfortunately, um, the, the, the worst news that you could have imagined, everything was going well and talk was uh, the team is so deep. Worst case scenario, like, Oh, Tatis is out for an extended period of time and they've got the depth to handle anything like that. And then it actually happened. And it's a lot, it feels a lot worse when it's reality and not, uh, you know, just these scenarios that are unlikely to happen. Now it's hit us in the face and punched us in the collective dicks. And we had a really big scare with Fernando Tatis's uh, shoulder subluxation and his left shoulder. Takeaways, though, I'm thinking it could have been much worse than it was. We we thought, you know, initially that could be his season. And that's going to be a recurring issue that's going to be with him forever anyway. So... Luckily, we avoided all of that. Wade, uh, what are your thoughts now on the Tatis injury, knowing what we know, and that it's not as serious we, as we initially thought?
0: I still think it's too early to call. I, I don't know that we are in the clear. Um, I think you know they're they're taking precautions with this ten day ten day IL, but it could be just as bad as we thought. I, I don't think we're in the clear.
1: We'll get, I'll get, I'll get to that stuff in a second, but on today's show, also in addition to the paddock, I wanted to talk about some paddock stuff because paddock, um, is a, is a pretty big talking point among Padres Twitter. So I wanted to get my thoughts out on paddock. I know Wade has some seriously, uh, hot, terrible things, uh, opinion wise on paddock and then, uh, early standouts, early thoughts on the season so far. And then there was a trade that we have to talk about. So we're going to do all of that stuff coming up in a second, but Wade, before we do that, Bet online.
0: Bet online, the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. The Masters is here. Bet online has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It's the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. Head to the website betonline.ag or use your mobile mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online, your online sports book experts.
1: We really took it on the chin during the, the last few days of the tournament. We were doing so well uh, riding the Gonzaga wave and then it sort of faltered with UCLA a little bit, kind of lost some money, but didn't do too badly. And then uh, jumped back on the horse for the championship game. And that turned out to be a mistake. So,
0: yeah, but uh, <laughs> put a little too much on the line on Gonzaga.
1: We were we were I was definitely feeling myself with Gonzaga. And then uh, the, the tournament gods noticed that and then put me back in my place, which is too bad. We'll get him next year. Tatis, what do we know? We know that it's a ten-day 10 IL stint. Preller said he thinks Tatis will be back after ten days, and I trust Preller. Hashtag Team Trust Preller. But anyway, the doctors have also said they think he can come back in in ten days. I'm pretty proud of Pottery's Twitter for being more cautious than not. You know, everyone that's not a doctor and everyone that's not within the organization. Is like, let's not rush him back. And then the organization and Tatis and the doctors are all like, he can probably come back in 10 days. So that's a weird, usually you see the opposite there. That's interesting. But we know it's a slight labrum damage to that left uh, shoulder, no rotator damage. And we also know that the injury is more likely to happen again, because, you know, once you separate your shoulder, once you have a subluxation, you are more likely to have it again. And I think we knew that. And I think Tatis knows that. We also know that surgery is an option that can fix this. I don't know if it's how permanent that would be, but surgery isn't necessary right now is what they're saying. And that he can play with this. Doctors are saying, let the inflammation go down. You know, kind of like what you said at the top of the show, let's just, let's see where we're at in the in a few more days. Like Tatis has full range of motion. Um, he said he's not in any pain, but let's, you know, let's just see, let's run more tests again in a few days when the inflammation goes down. That's kind of how these things work. Um, surgery would take him out for the rest of the year. I think is is that. Are we sure that's what they said? Did surgery is that a confirmed thing that surgery would remove him for the year?
0: I have not confirmed that. Okay, Uh, Wade hasn't confirmed. (laughs) Thanks, Uh, (laughs) but I mean, pre prior to his even injury from the spring training through what the four games that he played, you could tell he wasn't all there. I mean, the five airs the. Lack of base hits. The one like moonshot home run, like that was, that was what we'd expect nice. from him. Yeah. But you, you could tell he wasn't the same Fernando that we're used to. So it's this putting him on the ten days. He does need that. But I, I'm just scared that this is something a little more long term, and that if he comes back, he might play scared, um which we've never seen from him before because that's not how he plays. And then we're not going to get the numbers with the. Uh, him playing scared. And then because of the playing scared, he might opt to do the surgery. So still a little hesitant on this. He's okay.
1: Well, I think it's I think it's just good news all around, pretty much, is that he avoided any more serious damage to the shoulder and that he's gonna first of all it's his left shoulder, which if you're gonna hurt a shoulder, I, I would rather hurt my left shoulder. He's doesn't have to throw with it. It's it's a lot less damage or a lot less wear and tear on that shoulder than the his throwing shoulder. Um, if you can avoid surgery, you do it. I think the classic Wade is that you, you always say like, if there's any kind of sniff of Tommy John, you say, just go get the surgery right away. And that's different than this, but people that are are sniffing around and saying, Oh, just get the surgery right now. That's not necessarily going to solve the problem. I think if you listen to people who know a lot about this injury, the consensus seems to be that, yeah, you can play with this. This is a thing that's happened two players in the past and it's, it can definitely be, there are scenarios where this is not a very serious injury. And so getting an unnecessary surgery that doctors don't say you have to do like, you don't, you, you, it's not a good idea to put your body through unnecessary surgery, Um, creating scar tissue around the shoulder. It it, it can just mess up a lot more things. Um, Surgery should always be a last resort. So I I'm, Happy with the news that it's not as wor- not as bad as we thought it could be. Uh, there is a real chance he will be okay in ten days. there There's a story that I heard from, you know, the last big name player that I heard of getting this injury was Hanley Ramirez in 2007. He heard it fielding. He reheard it swinging. This is a story I, I was hearing about on CBS. Um, he did not have surgery. He was back in five days after this injury. And then he hit over 300 for the rest of the season. Now the season was, it was in the middle of the season and it was like a few weeks uh, worth of at bats, but it didn't seem to affect him at all. And when I think of the the left shoulder, I also think of Chris Bryant who a couple of years ago had shoulder issues um, specifically kind of like with this Tatis injury where we saw on the follow through, he has this big, really long wide follow through um, not just on swings and misses, but also on, connected hits where you see this extended follow through with Chris Bryant. And it, it's, it ended up, he ended up hurting his shoulder doing that as well. I don't think it was the same injury. I don't have that information, but he ended up having kind of a down year as a result too. Um, but the, the final thing I'll say about this is that this is not an injury that I think is as serious as we Initially thought and yeah, I uh, if he thinks he can come back in ten days, I don't think that's necessarily rushing him. So I didn't want to spend too much time on this because it's you know yesterday's news. Now we all kind of know what the deal is, but I don't think ten days is too early if everyone close to it says it's okay because this is this this type of injury you can play with, and if it comes up again later in the season and it's decided that you know maybe the let's say he plays the whole season and he's fine and. You know, doesn't doesn't re hurt himself. He has to adapt his swing. Maybe he he doesn't take these big long uh, follow throughs with his swings anymore because that can put more strain on the shoulder. Let's revisit surgery in the off season and take care of it. But I don't think there's a reason to do surgery now, just because you want to. You know, I think I think we'll be okay here. Final Agreed. Cross-way? No,
0: no, no need to rush him back. Um, I mean, yeah. we're gonna be good. We're gonna be good enough without him to make the playoffs. Just make sure that he's healthy healthy for the playoffs.
1: I don't think anyone's even rushing him. It's, it's the beginning of the season. If this were the end of the season, I would be worried about them rushing him. But I don't think anyone's in a hurry. It's just after those 10 days, we'll evaluate and he's good to go, he's doing batting practice and everything seems fine and the doctors say he's fine, then you know what, he's fine. Like that's, I don't think that necessarily means he's being rushed.
0: Agreed. What do you think of uh, the uh, Little Giants running a new play, the suplex, suplexation of the Dominican Republic? I think it's too soon. Little uh, annexation of Puerto Rico. I got it. I got it. Yeah. The subluxation,
1: play. the subluxation of the Dominican Republic. Yeah, I think it's a good football play. It's it's not bad. I just, I need him to be healthy before I can sign off on that. Spike wouldn't see it coming. No, Spike's not ready for that play. Two way player, Spike, by the way. Great, great guy. Linebacker yeah. r- running back. Couldn't stop him. Um, actually, pretty much everybody was a two way player back then.
0: Icebox. Yeah, icebox Icebox is a two-way player. Yeah.
1: Junior, I don't think Junior was. Fuck Junior. Team Icebox. <laughs> uh, we got a new ad or a, a new sponsor and new read today, Wade. Tell the people about Canon.
0: You know those hideous sunglasses that you wear that like the white ones that look like you're like PC principal?
1: You love them. those are great sporty sunglasses. I don't know what's wrong <laughs> with you.
0: Those are awful, and you need to throw them in the trash.
1: They're great. So, they're...
0: when those go in the trash it's time to make your outdoor experiences better with canon canon sunglasses are made exclusively with polarized lenses for optimal clarity they're made with japanese optics that make their lenses clearer, lighter and stronger and italian handcrafted frames that are impossible to scratch use the exclusive code ryan kanoncast 15 at canon.com and receive 15% off your first pair that's Canon cast fifteen. Canon clearly better.
1: You like me baying into the desk as I was stretching during your read. Apologize for that. I, uh, you know, fought through it. It's not like you've never done that to me during a show when you were in studio. You hit the desk constantly.
0: But seriously, time to throw the sunglasses away.
1: Those are great sunglasses. They're two hundred dollars sunglasses, Wade. They're for baseball. I wear them during baseball season.
0: Yeah, meth
1: heads and PC principle. You're, you're out of your mind. Um, Paddock, is it time for Paddock to go to the bullpen? He I'm looked kidding. okay. I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> I feel like Paddock has, has gone, in, in one year, Paddock has gone from, he's the ace of our staff, uh, he can do no wrong, to he's terrible, we have to reevaluate him, he should go to the minor, we should trade him, uh, he should go to the bullpen, to, hey, he's kind of okay. And now we've settled in on yeah, he's he's okay. Everybody kind of knows who he is now. It's just <laughs> funny that it took us this long to get there. Um, yeah, we never thought he was a number one or two starter. Uh, you guys, yeah, you did. A year, a year ago, you all thought he was number one or number two starter. And then you went yeah, wildly we, in the other direction, and now we've settled in on kind of where he is.
0: I still think he uh, ends up in the bullpen.
1: I think he's just fine. Where, you're going to see him be capable of being a number three starter in the league, and then other days you'll see him you know, back end rotation starter in the league and he'll settle in at like a solid number four. But anyway, Paddock, he's pitched one time. Potters are off today. We're recording this on Thursday. So he's only pitched once, but I wanted to talk about the outing. There was some good stuff and some bad stuff. I took some notes, um, did some a little bit of research on, you know, the numbers, the stat cast data. And there were some good and there's some bad. So you wanna you want to play some good some good and bad in the ugly way? Yeah, let's do it. All right. Uh, some good things. Fastball velocity was actually up in the start. So, compared to even the, his prior 2 years, it went up to 94.7 miles per hour on the fastball, previously up from 94.1 miles per hour on the fastball. So that's wow, a whole
0: 0.6? No way.
1: That matters, Wade. I know it doesn't sound like a lot, but 1 mile per hour difference on the fastball, you know, it's it's not huge, you're right, but um at this level it 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 does matter. It, a lot of guys are starting the season below their average numbers and to see him actually exceeding what his career numbers are. That's a positive sign. Can you very can you generous
0: us? of, of the 0.6 for you to give him a whole mile an hour faster.
1: <laughs> I'm averaging up. Yeah.
0: Round, rounding up big.
1: I learned that in uh, what is that second grade math? Maybe like from 0.6, you round up to one.
0: Yeah. Great job. Whoever your you teacher go. was
1: the bad. Spin rate was way down. so spin rate on the fastball, the fastball was playing faster, but his spin rate was much further down than it was uh, that it has been in the past. So we don't like that. The spin rate on the ball is important because you know it it makes pitches harder to hit. you get more uh, you know action on your pitches, more command potentially. Um, we don't want his spin rate to be down. Bad sp- low spin rate equals no good on the fastball, so that's bad. The good, though, his hard hit rate was actually down from where he usually is. And again, this is a super small sample size, but uh, we're, we're we're touching on a the things that we noticed. So hard hit rate down in the game. Uh, the bad. He only got through four innings and walked three people. And that's not because he was getting shelled. I mean, he wasn't, you know, didn't look great. He wasn't like it wasn't a no hitter, but only getting through four innings due to pitch count and walking three guys in four innings is not what you want to see.
0: Yeah, but that's what uh, all our starters have done.
1: True. And I'm not a fan of that. This is, the, this is giving me Tyson Ross flashbacks where he, he had outstanding stuff and every slider would be in the dirt and it was really annoying and he would take everybody to full counts and he would walk a lot of people and the, the final line would be five innings, no runs, four walks, and he can't get through five innings. That, I hate that. Where is T Ross these days? I don't know. Joe is still pitching for the Nationals. T Ross is on the Rangers. Is he on the Rangers or is he just like on the Rangers?
0: Uh, unclear. Wikipedia I don't know what I mean by said.
1: that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, like, is he you know, on a minor league deal? Like, what, what, I don't know what that means because I don't think he's actually in a rotation.
0: He hasn't pitched since 2019.
1: So okay, so there you go. More bad, this for from paddock. Uh he seemed or hitters seemed to be spitting on his changeup that was below the zone. Did you notice that during the game? So watching the game, they were Mark and Mud, or uh Mark and uh, Donnie, our our boys, were we talking a lot about this where the the Diamondback hitters seemed to just lay off everything that was low in the zone, assuming it was a changeup and would watch it drop below the zone. And they were, they were right on this and fastballs were playing up and yeah, he got a lot of swinging strikes on the fastball, but they were spitting on the changeup and they, everything would be low and they would take it and it would be a ball. Did you notice that too?
0: I did not watch this game. This was the one game of the season that I did not watch. Classic wave.
1: Um, so that's a thing I noticed, and that's not something I liked because this is getting to another part of the bad. He, according to Baseball Savant, only threw two pitches in this outing, fastball changeup. So where'd the curveball go? Where'd this, you know, cutter go? I I don't like that. He He's not going to succeed with his stuff. I don't care how good the changeup is if he's a two-pitch pitcher. I
0: completely agree. We... He needs a third or fourth
1: pitch. Uh, final good. He got 14 swinging strikes and mostly on the fastball. He got a lot of swinging strikes on the fastballs in the zone, which is hard to do. And 14 swinging strikes strikes is good. It's not amazing, but it's good. You'll take that. I think pretty much every time, especially from a guy like Paddock, who's not an ace or not a top 10 pitcher in baseball. like those guys you expect a little bit more, but 14 swinging strikes and a, in a, 86 or whatever it, hitting pitched performance is pretty good. Uh, just the problem is I would like more of these swinging strikes to be on changeups out of the zone as opposed to fastballs in the zone because with a low spin rate on these fastballs in the fastball, you know, not being 99, it's hitters are going to square this up. And we did see his fastball get squared up plenty in this game. So uh, a little bit of good, a little bit of bad, a little, some things to tighten up from our boy Paddock. But overall, um, you know, I, I'm, not gonna throw him under the bus and leave him out to dry, and the, or send him to the sun, which we always like to do with the guys who don't perform. But uh, I, I w- I'm cautiously optimistic. My my ranking for Paddock so far, like my worryometer ranking for him going forward, he's about a five. I, j- it's I'm not worried. I'm not over the moon, but I, you know, if he can keep doing this and maybe stretch out to to get to those five or six inning marks instead of four innings, then we'll be in better shape. Your final thoughts on Paddock.
0: I still think, like I've said all summer or all COVID, that he <laughs> will end up in the bullpen this year. Stick into it. Got to stick with my hot takes. Yeah, we'll see.
1: Well, you know, if Morejon is good and if um, Mackenzie Gore comes up at some point,
0: and Weathers and is
1: good. looking good. And Weathers is looking good. Oh I like Weathers right now in his multi inning relief role. He's been, I, lo- I like that for him so far.
0: True, he's been he's been very good at that.
1: He's really young. It, it's it's less, less pressure, you know. I, I like that for him.
0: I think he can handle it though. You know, this is a weather good. this is a Weathers podcast. Pro Hosmer, Pro Weathers podcast.
1: We are Pro Hosmer this year. We turned into the Pro Hosmer comp. I didn't think that was going to happen to us. It happened once,
0: you know, once we turned into the pro Hosmer podcast, he became national league player of the week.
1: It's also, it's a thing where the value, you're welcome
0: Padres man,
1: (laughs) the value changed. So like (laughs) his value was sky high and we were paying a premium for a guy that actually just wasn't that good. And I was down on him and then the hate became really strong and he's carried over his approach from last year and we're seeing the same results. And I think the hate went too far and that's why I'm back in on him. Very mature of you. We're we're a mature podcast. Thank, thank, I, we are mature. You know what? I agree. The trade. So we had a trade. I know Wade was all over this. Cubs traded James Norwood to the Padres for Darius Valdez, and that happened a few days ago. Uh, Valdez was not a top thirty prospect, pretty much anywhere for the Padres. They're both relief prospects. Um. The Cubs had designated Norwood for assignment last week. They were adding Tony Walters to their opening day roster. He's a you know catcher slash infielder, kind of like an Austin Nola vein. Valdez, uh, 25. He was an international signing from 2016, working pretty much exclusively in relief at AA. Uh, last time we saw him was in 2019. He had a 423 ERA and one save in 43 games. Norwood... He is in his age twenty-seven season. He's a, he's a former seventh-round draft pick from the Cubs in twenty fourteen. I think has potential as a as like an innings eater bullpen piece. I think the Padres saw Valdez is just kind of expendable. I think they saw Norwood is a, a just a guy they could get for kind of nothing, and you know has twenty-two innings uh, at the major league level so far with a four-five ERA. He's going to work only out of the bullpen. Uh, this is not a, a super sexy move, but it is a move, and I thought, you know, we could just at least mention it for uh, all the people that like transactions. If you're a transaction guy, Wait did you? He went to uh,
0: St. Louis University. Do you know their mascot? Oh,
1: St. Louis University. It is. I Rupert went there, man. I know. No, he went to Washu, no. Washington University, St. Louis. Damn it! Uh, so
0: St. Louis University's Atlantic Ten Jesuit school.
1: It's um, is it like a it's like a demon kind of thing, right? Is it a deacon? Is it a saint? Is no. it a, it's one it's of those kind. Of oh, there it is, the Billikens. Yeah, um, I only remember that because they do make a run in the tournament once in a while. Every they do,
0: yeah. Very good Bill- at basketball. Good basketball school
1: um so that was the trade valdez uh you know just kind of a guy i think we were okay giving up does touch you know reportedly triple digits he's he's a big dude he's kind of like a michelle bias uh late riser but i you know i think norwood has a chance to help the team this year and i don't think valdez did not which is too bad so welcome norwood we're a pro norwood show Final thoughts, final takeaways from you know the first week of the season other than Paddock, other than Tatis. Um Wade, do you have any thoughts? You know, things that you like, things that you don't like, things that you just wanna talk about for a couple minutes things, before we get out
0: of here. Things that I do not like. Our fielding is atrocious. We leave the majors in the league, huh? Yeah, lead the majors in airs. Um I mean Tatis' the, fault. Yeah, that that. Plays back to the injury, but the uh, home run yesterday was uh,
1: pretty ugly. Um, Jorge Mateo, did you see a video of that? You missed it live, right?
0: I did see video of that, and it was not pretty.
1: No, uh, it was not. Hit him, it's not like it hit off the top of his glove. It hit him like, you know, right in the fat part of the glove. It's, it's, a catch. it's something you have to make. You have to make that catch.
0: I also feel that we, everybody on the team is just hitting it to the warning track. Mm-hmm. I have been psyched out so many times on TV, thinking that it's gone and it's just in the warning track, like old Nevin and flashbacks.
1: That seems like a Tommy fan problem.
0: It's a big Tommy fan problem.
1: <laughs> Move the fences in again?
0: The time? Yeah, I think we I think we have to with this squad.
1: <laughs> uh, Grisham coming back. Um. Getting, That's to you know, help. Getting Profar and Mateo out of everyday roles is going to help a lot, too. Uh, yeah, I'm not, I'm not too worried. I, it was weird in a day game to see us really struggle to score runs. I don't know what's going on. The offense is just ice cold right now, and I don't know From why. these
0: shitty Giants pitchers. Like, come on, guys.
1: Kevin Gosman's sneaky good. Yeah. You want know grinds my what? gears since we're here? What do you got? What do you got before I grind what grinds my gears? No,
0: go to your grind your gears, because I have something uplifting after your grinding after you grind away.
1: Good call. You know I love Mark Grant, right? Yes. Who and I love Don and I love them together. They're they're my favorite celebrity couple. But they always do this. Whenever the Padres struggle on offense, they give all the credit to whoever who's ever pitching that day. Like, oh, so-and-so was just was unreal today. Just command of all the pitches. He, he pitched lights out today. Nothing you can do. You know what? We, we also just kind of sucked. How come we don't talk about that? Um, just because we, just we didn't score that day doesn't mean necessarily that Kevin Gosman was amazing. Kevin Gosman was fine, but we didn't do ourselves any favors either. I think it's a two-way street. I don't think we just say like, oh, Kevin, Kevin Gosman is awesome today. Well, he was Whatever, but we also weren't good. Can we acknowledge that? That's all I have to say.
0: I think we can, but Mud and Don are paid to be positive vibes only, guys, so you're never going to get it from them.
1: Yeah, and I've considered that, but they're also, they can be pretty honest with each other. I, I love listening to them. They're, they, they make the games great. I think they're the best broadcast duo yeah. in baseball, but I think they often give too much credit to opposing pitching staffs for shutting us out. And this is, this is more goes back to when the Padres were really bad and had no expectations. And, you know, it's 2013. Um, This is pre Don Arsillo, but, you know, like when the Padres works, were just terrible every season. And a no-name pitcher would come up for his first major league start. And he's like not a top 100 prospect. And he would pitch the Padres to a one-hitter. It's like, oh, that kid was great today. Eh, No, he wasn't. Uh, This is a bad Padres team. That's what happened. That's what grinds my gears, Wade.
0: Well, you know what doesn't grind my gears?
1: Yeah. What's your uplifting message for the day? We
0: are going back to Texas where Slam Diego started
1: off. No Tatis, though. Still.
0: I do like uh, I like
1: sticking it to Texas whenever we get a chance.
0: Yeah. This uh, is an anti
1: tech We're anti-Texas show.
0: Definitely. Anti-Texas, anti anti anti-anti-Texas,
1: The whole whole state. Um, The one scary thing is the stadium is going to be full. Is it full? I thought that was just for opening day. I think it's there. No, I, like, I think it's like 30% now. Really? We'll see. Check that. They just Back made
0: up. no. They just made an exception for one day. There's no way. I mean that they would are, be
1: something. They are something that stupid. They are that stupid. <laughs> 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 I'm pretty sure it was just one day. It's like it's like having sex with no condom one, one time. You're like, ah, this is this you can't get pregnant one time, you know. We'll just do it this one time. <laughs> Not going to worry about it. Not going to get pregnant. Uh, we'll wear a condom tomorrow. That, that's what this reminded me of. Too much weight? This is a PG-13 show. I think we can talk about that. I would cut that, but... <laughs> we <We're> leaving. leave, leave <laughs> it in. That's what she said. Boom. Roasted. Okay. Uh, that's going to do it for today. Thank you for listening. Please follow the show's Twitter account at Friar And if you enjoy the show, subscribe on all your favorite platforms. iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, TuneIn, Spotify, and iHeart.
0: You can also find us at Believe.com and at Believe Podcasts. Please leave your comments, questions, concerns, and your rating of the show on all platforms.
1: You've been listening to the Believe and Padres Prospects Podcast on the Believe Podcast Network, San Diego's number one sports podcast network. I'm Reinhardt. That was Wade. We'll talk to you in a week.
0: You go, Glenn Coco. Just move on
1: up your destination. Though you.
0: uh cam smith might be
1: my new favorite golfer cam smith i don't know who that is look him up he's great
0: thank you for listening to believe you can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform check us out at believe.com and search for b-l-e-a-v
1: on youtube